that, uh, you know, just what would happen? And I asked a while ago when we had prayer, I saw when they asked for people that had lost people or lost families. Even Brother Chad was asking that. I saw mega hands raised up, and I thought, you know, if every one of your prayers were answered, we'd be in trouble. Oh, Lord, what would we do if you answered our prayer? Because they would be gathered all around the outside trying to hear what was being said inside. Amen. But that would be a good problem. Amen. Peter preached one time, 5,000 people got the Holy Ghost. And uh, he wasn't too worried because they weren't confined to a church building like we are now. But I do want God to answer our prayers. And I do believe that God would love to answer our prayers. And I do hope that someday he does answer our prayers. And we see all of our backsliders, amen, come into a church building, not this one, but the church building in Dothan, because there's thousands, amen. I'm sure that has uh, been filled with the spirit that they're not, they're not living for the Lord today. Amen. But it's good to see each of you and uh, be praying. Uh, Sister Lee has a, uh, she's has an infection that nobody is supposed to go in to see her. It's not that she doesn't want you to come, but uh, it'd be best for you until she uh, is, gets over this. So just be praying for her. Send your prayers up there. Amen. And let God do the work. Amen. Praise God. Praise the Lord. Numbers chapter 13. I'm getting pretty close to uh, our lesson today in Sunday school, and we'll be preaching about some of the same things. And uh, I've been working on this for about two or three weeks, just kind of meditating and even getting it together. And uh, then it just came up at the time when Amen, Brother Harrelson was gone. And uh, it was my time, of course, to preach anyway. But uh, we are, we prayed for Brother Harrelson. He's in Mobile. Amen. Trying to help his brother a little bit. And uh, he's going to be speaking there today. And, uh, but we're going to have a great time in the Lord here. He didn't take the Lord with him. Amen. Amen. So God's the same. Praise the Lord. So we're going to believe God. And I hope that you're enjoying our sound system a little bit better. I know that uh, we've uh, got some new speakers or speakers are working, amen, to the sides, amen. So uh, that choir sounded beautiful. Well, they sounded good, didn't they? Could you clap on that one? Praise God. I don't know about the beauty part of it, but uh, they were good. Amen. Numbers chapter 13, verse number 25. And they returned from searching the land after the 40 days. And they went and came into Moses and to Aaron and all the congregation of the children of Israel unto the wilderness of Paran. Amen. To Kadesh. 
and brought back words, amen, unto them, unto all the congregation and showed them the fruits of the land. And you heard how big and great that was. They had to carry it with staves, amen. And they told him and said, we came unto the land where thou sendest us. And surely it flows with milk and honey. And this is the fruit of it. Nevertheless, I have somewhat against it. Amen. Nevertheless, the people be strong that dwell in the land and the cities are walled and very great. And moreover, we saw the children of Anak. Amen. There. The Amalekites dwell in the land of the south, and the Hittites and the Jebusites and the Amorites dwell in the mountains, and the Canaanites dwell by the sea and by the coast of Jordan. And Caleb still the people before Moses, amen, and said, Let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome them. But the men that went up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, and saying, The land through which we have gone to search it, it is a land that eateth up its inhabitation. Therefore, all the people that are, we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giants in the sons of Anak, which come, amen, of the giants. And we were in our own sight as grasshoppers, so we were in their sight. Lord, I thank you for your word. And I pray, God, that somehow our vision is better than what these men were. Help us, O oh Lord, somehow to... See what you can do with our lives and ask you, God, today to just take each one of us and minister to us in any way, God, that we have need of you. Because, Lord, we know that you have the answer to all of our problems. We ask God in your holy name, in the name of Jesus, amen. And you may be seated. I want to title what I am going to be preaching on today, amen, the lessons from the master. Lessons from the master. Amen. Praise God. Moses sent out 12 spies, as we all well know, and they were to search out the land that God had promised them. Amen. God's got promises to his people. Amen. And, and you, I'm going to read verse 1 and 2 of this same chapter. And the Lord spake unto Moses and said, Send thou men that they may search the land of Canaan, which, which I give unto the children of Israel, of every tribe of their fathers, shall ye send men, every one a ruler among the people. God said to Moses, you choose a man out of every tribe, a leader, a, 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 a man of, of influence in that tribe. You send them out. I want them to go up there and, and just look at the land and see what it, what it looks like. Amen. And uh, I want them to come back with a report, amen, to give to the people. And so that is exactly what, amen, I was just reading to you that they did. Amen. They, they, had, they had noble people. Amen. And God said, search it out. 
Amen. And I want you to look at the land that I'm going to give you. Amen. And so that's why Caleb said, let's go up at once and take it. God's give it to us. All we got to do is occupy it. Amen. The, uh, the land's yours. The cities are yours. All those wall cities, you know, if, you, if your faith is believing what God has said, the wall cities, they built the cities for you. They built those houses for you. And the land, amen, they brought back a, the land is very rich. It flows with milk and honey. It is true that God said what he did, and it's, it's, it's there. And one said, let's go up at once and take it. But the other said, we can't do that. Amen. Amen. They, uh, they just couldn't express their faith that God was going to fulfill his promises to them. But what I really want to do as to, in, in my uh, beginning of my sermon, what I really want to do is I want to just to kind of look at, back at some of the things that God had already done for them. And uh, when I, I want to begin back in Egypt when, uh, when Moses and Aaron went before Pharaoh and said, let my people go, amen. And, and uh, so, uh, you know, Pharaoh, he would not do that. And God really told Moses that Pharaoh's not going to let you go, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make him want to. And so uh, Moses and Aaron, well, one of the things they did, they, they just raised the rods and turned all the water into blood. And it was, a, it was a terrible stink and so forth. And that, that, is, a, that is a miracle. Amen. Amen. That, I mean, God had power over the waters. He could turn it into blood or Jesus could turn it into wine, whichever, amen, was necessary for the moment. Amen. To let, let people know that God, amen, had power. Praise God. Amen. He controlled that. And then, then came the lice and uh, Everybody was uh, scratching, amen. And then came the locusts that ate up all the vegetation. And then came the frogs. And the frogs were everywhere. They were in the home. You read the scriptures and they were in the homes, amen. They were in the bathrooms. They were in the bedrooms. They were in the kitchen. They were in the palace. They were everywhere. Frogs everywhere, amen. All of these to recognize the fact that God, amen, can create God can do amen he has control of the insect kingdom and he has control amen of the hail and storms amen that came that killed the cattle amen God oh you can read all of that in the Bible and you can recognize amen those things were not just so happens they were circumstances amen but orchestrated by God amen to let them know I have the power Amen. To do what I want to do. Amen. He was, it was just lessons to learn if you was wanting to listen. Amen. To understand that God was, God was letting people know that all power is given unto me. Amen. All power is his, should I say. Amen. And then, then you get to the Red Sea and it's amazing how that the waters just parted out. Amen. And stood up on the sides and the children of Israel walked across on dry ground. Could you imagine all of that? And then, amen, I'm not going to try to tell you all the stories that I've heard about all of this. It wasn't very deep. It wasn't this. But 
Amen. Pharaoh and his army and the chariots, amen, all tried to cross it and they all got drowned. I know that's pretty deep. Amen. So, amen. When you start thinking of all that he has done for you, your soul wants to cry out, hallelujah. Amen. Just lessons. God was giving them lessons that I can take care of every situation that falls you. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing going to stand in your way if you'll just trust me and have faith in me. Amen. And you know the stories I'm going through, some of these things. Amen. When they got out into the wilderness and, and, and they, they, they had no water. And uh, you can read that and, amen, and, and uh, just, just imagine. Now, you've heard preachers preach, and it is very, very true. Amen. That there was probably a million plus people, maybe a million and a half people out there with no water in the desert. Amen. The only, the only water, a lot of the water was carried around out there was the camel's back, you know, where they was, had it drunk in it. But, but it, was, it was a dry, thirsty land. And yet God let water flow out of a rock that fed over a million people and their cattle or watered them. And could you imagine now, Brother, amen, Brother Chad was talking about it amen, this morning in, 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 in Sunday school lesson. Two years had passed since they had left Egypt and they had got to Sinai and got the, t- the tabernacle built and they was on their way. They went to Kadesh Barnea and that was at the very edge of the promised land. That's why he sent them up. And Caleb was telling the exact truth of this. Amen. That God was ready to send them in. After all of those things, after all those things, he fed them with manna every morning. Amen. Breakfast was ready. When they got up, it was ready for them. Amen. Now, I'm not even going to talk about the sun. Amen. Amen. Being a cloud over it in the daytime and a, and a fire over it at night. It was just air-conditioned complaining. Amen. Air-conditioned some people can never be satisfied. Amen. They, they had food to eat. They had water to drink. God was taking care of everything over their needs. And yet somehow they could not, after all of these lessons that God was teaching them, oh, this is what I can do and I can take care of everything. They still couldn't have faith enough to believe a promise that he had told them and in fact they gone in and looked at it and all 12 of them came back and said it was a fruitful land all 12 of them came back and told them it was a it was a one it flowed with milk and honey all the 12 of them said the land is great that amen the cities look great our houses that we're going to have amen looks great but we can't do it just amen somehow amen just can't fulfill after all we have seen from God and all the lessons they had been taught. Their eyes had a problem. They were seeing with the natural. God didn't, God didn't promise those things, amen, for them to look at some situation or circumstances and somehow lose all the faith that they had been had. Amen. When they left. And I, I'm telling you, brothers and sisters, your eyes can have a problem. You can have a problem with your eyes sometimes. Amen. Amen. If you somehow are trying to look through the eyes, amen. Amen. Like, like uh, Joshua, or excuse me, like, like uh, 
Amen. <laughs> Elisha and uh, Gehazi. Amen. When they were in Dothan, you remember? Remember they were in Dothan. And uh, I think, I, I, I kind of think that probably Elisha was kind of sleeping in that day. Uh, he was just kind of resting there, and Gehazi got up and started walking around looking, and he saw all this army that was all around Dothan. And uh, he thought it was, it was the enemy, you know, they was, they was there and, and uh, ran in and told Elisha, amen, we're surrounded. Lord, what are we going to do? Don't worry about that. There's more on our side than they are on their side. Amen. I don't know how you're going to look at things, but I'm going to tell you something. There's more on your side than there are on their side. Hallelujah. There's more promises to us. Amen. And there are negative things. God has got a Bible full of promises to each one of us. And somehow we need to get lessons in our minds and hearts, amen, to know that, amen, what he has said, we can trust in it and we can believe it. Amen. Don't let your eyes, don't let your circumstances, don't let the things, amen, somehow that people are talking about, don't let that, amen, cause your faith to waver. Amen. Hallelujah. Don't let your faith waver just because of somebody's negative talking. I believe God. I believe he can do what he said he could do. I believe he's going to do what he said he's going to do. Hallelujah. Amen. But the sad part of the whole thing is some people wasn't listening when the lessons was taught. Some people was not thinking. Amen. When all of those miracles taking place, they were not thinking that God can do whatever he promises. Hello? He can do whatever he promises because they, they, didn't, only, they didn't see one thing, amen, that, they, that they, they could find fault in except when they saw man. Man was the only thing that stopped them from becoming what they were promised. Amen. Man was the only thing that stopped them from becoming what God had promised them that they could achieve. It wasn't the land. It wasn't the buildings. And it wasn't the, the, uh, the, the, the houses. Amen. Those belonged to them. Somebody's living in their houses. Hello? And yet they could not go in and say, these are ours from God. Amen. Praise God. All experiences, all the teachings, amen, everything that God had said meant nothing to them when they saw man. And they were growing men too. For cause he, they said all the men there. And... Uh, I don't know what happened to them. They got pickled or something because they were just like grasshoppers in their own eyes. It is amazing. It's amazing what opposition or sub, supposed opposition, things that never happened, will stop us from becoming what God wants us to be. Amen. First Corinthians. First Corinthians chapter 10. And I'm going to read just a little bit here. Amen. 
Paul is writing to the Corinthian church. He says, moreover, brethren, I would not that you should be ignorant that how that all our fathers were under the cloud and all passed through the sea and were baptized unto Moses in the cloud and in the sea and did all eat the same spiritual meat and did all drink that same spiritual drink for they drank, amen, from that spiritual rock that followed them and that rock was Christ. Now, I'm going to take Paul here. Paul here tells us that, amen, that for two years now that they had been in the wilderness, those two years, amen, that rock followed them wherever they went. It was always, amen, just go out to the rock and you get all the water you want, amen, amen. That rock that followed them was Christ. But, when, but with many of them, God was not well pleased or they were overthrown in the wilderness. Now, these things were our examples. That's why I'm preaching from this. I'm not preaching about the Old Testament. I'm preaching about message that you've heard. I'm preaching about, amen, the message that they had heard. I'm preaching about things that were just an example back there to you and I today of what causes us to, what do we see that causes us to fail, amen, to do what God asks us to do. Now, these things were an example to the intent that we should not lust after evil things as they also lusted. Neither be idlers, amen, as were some of them, as it is written, the people sit down and eat and drink and rose up to play. Neither let your commit fornication as some of them committed and fell in one day, three and 20,000 people. Neither let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by the serpents. Neither murmur ye are some of them murmured and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all of these things happened to them for in samples and they are written for our admonition upon the end whom the ends of the world is come. That's what Paul wrote to the church and said, you know, you, you've got plenty of examples and you've got plenty of messages you've heard. You've got plenty of the word of God, amen, to go by. And don't let somebody's report, amen, cause you to fail to fulfill what God asked and calling you for. And then he said, verse 12, wherefore let, let him that thinketh he standeth, lest he lest he fall. Amen. So, amen. Because there is no temptation taking us that's not common to men. You'll never have a temptation that somebody's ever hadn't gone through. You'll never have to suffer anything that somebody else hasn't suffered. I picked up a few weeks ago, picked up a, a, a book that I have read years past and then uh, I just started reading it again about the Fox's Book of Martyrs. And brothers and sisters, we have no reason to complain about anything that we have to go through in this world. 
Amen. Don't let things of this world take your mind and your lessons you've learned, amen, away from your heart and life. You're on your way to the promised land. You're on your way to heaven. Hallelujah. And most of us, amen, I, I can say, amen, you are. You, I'm going to just put trusted to say that every one of you is endeavoring to be on the way to heaven. Don't let anything sidetrack you. Don't let man do that. Don't let politics do that to you. Hallelujah. There's men that's delivered. You you, you're not going any through anything. I wondered what in the world, man, the church is going through. Some people, it's all in their mind. It's all in the mind. It's all in the mind. Amen. We have nothing, amen, amen, to, to, to feel like that we have to give up for. It's all in the mind. And 10 men, 10 men could honestly say that everything that God had promised was waiting on them but there was men standing in their way oh the size of them now you know I just read Caleb said let us go up at once and take the land you know he was one of those men that went in only Joshua and Caleb amen that was able to go into the promised land that was over 20 years old at that time and you know where, you know where Caleb asked for he asked, I want this mountain. Do you know who lives on that mountain? Anak and all of his descendants. They're there where the giants are. I just want to let you know, amen, I, I had faith to believe all the time that God was going to give us the land and I'm going to, I'm going to choose the worst part of it. I'm going to choose what those other folks, amen, forbid. Amen, amen. They, they didn't want the mountain, but I want it because I want it. I want to believe, I'm going to prove that God, amen, is going to take care of us. Glory. Amen. That's what I want. I want the mountain. Oh, glory. Praise God. And Paul said, amen, everything that happened to them is a lesson to you and I, not to listen to anybody that says it can't be done. It, amen. Amen. When you look for the three and a half years of Jesus' ministry, I'm going to tell you, when you start, start, amen, looking at his ministry, you know what his ministry was? Miracles after miracles after miracles. Amen. Turn the water into wine was the first one. Amen. People say, in, amen, in the third chapter of John. And uh, uh, then uh, from there on, it was miracles. In fact, the miracles, every time he came to town except Nazareth, he, he healed everyone. There was literally tens of thousands of people that, uh, that was healed by the Lord Jesus Christ. Every one of those miracles had a purpose besides just touching the body. I do believe, I'm just going to say this is my belief now. I do believe that every miracle that Jesus performed was to give faith to the people, to trust him and believe him for the salvation of the cross. And yet somehow the cross looms so great to some of them that they gave up their faith in him. They forsook him and fled. He died alone on the cross. I do understand some of that situation. I do. But I don't understand some of that. That, 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 that the people would, just because it wasn't flowing just like they wanted it and they expected it to happen, 
they would they would just say, I don't want him away with him. It was the crowd that persuaded, amen, even Pilate to do what he did. Pilate was trying his best. I, I'm, I'm thinking Pilate was trying to do his. Here's Barabbas and Jesus. Jesus is Jesus, your Messiah. That's what he printed over the, over the cross. Amen. This is Jesus of Nazareth. Amen. The king of the Jews. But yet the people were against the Lord after he had done so much for them. All of his sermons, all of his teachings, amen, in, in, in the mountain, amen, when he, amen, the fifth, uh, sixth, seventh, amen, chapters of Matthew, amen, the Sermon on the Mount, all those sermon things there that you could pick them out and you could probably preach from for months, amen, of various subjects that he, he talked about there. They heard all that, and there was a crowd there. It wasn't the disciples only. There was a crowd there of thousands of people, and yet, and yet, somehow that did, didn't matter when he didn't fit their plan. Amen. And so Jesus was given lessons after lessons, lessons after lessons to them encouraging them and challenging them and teaching them, amen. And he, he told some of them, amen, to, to expect persecution. And I'm not here trying to preach on that today, but you, we can expect the world not to, not to be on our side. Amen. The world's not, not ever going to be, amen, uh, for Jesus. Amen. Amen. His ministry was what attracted people. His works, his, 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 his healings, amen, was what really was what they came for and they got healed and walked away. I've heard the story, amen, some years ago of a preacher. He told the story of his own experiences. He, uh, he was called to a hospital to a man that they had given up to die and uh, they said uh, to, uh, they wanted the preacher to come pray for him. And so he goes up and he prays for him. And the Lord, the Lord miraculously healed the man. And he, amen. And so the preacher thought, well, now the Lord's healed him. I'm going to go back and witness to him about the Lord. And I'm telling him what God has done for him. And so he walks, walks in the house, amen, where he is. And he said, I want to come talk to you about the Lord. He said, I look, preacher. He said, I thank you for what you've done for me, but don't you try to put your religion on me. Don't you try to rub this, that religion you got off of me. That's about the attitude that the people had to Jesus. Amen. Amen. And, the, and all of our, you go back to the Old Testament, all of those folks, amen, they, they could thank God for all they had done for them, but don't you try to, don't you try to make me uh, uh, have to... Uh, Sacrifice something to get what you got for me. I, I, I'm, I'm thankful, but not, not that much. Amen. I'm here today to give you a lesson from God's word. Those 10 spies caused literally hundreds of thousands of people to die in the wilderness. If there was millions plus, and I think there was 600,000 soldiers, 
Amen. When they count them one time. But if that is true, if there were millions, then those 10 men's negative persuasions caused every one of them to lose their lives. Not that they wouldn't all, they're bad people. I don't think maybe all of them, but they were listening to the wrong voices. That was one message of negativism. After all the other messages and after all the things that God had promised, after all the things that God had done for them, after all of that, just one message from those 10 men. Negative messages goes a long way sometimes, doesn't it? Amen. We, we, we can't listen to all the voices and we can't get our eyes focused upon the things of this world. Amen. I don't know where you, how you look at people. I'm going to tell you some politicians, I don't look to them being better all that tall and big, but they do try to control our lives. And I don't think the devil's very tall either. I think that somehow he recognizes his fact. The Bible says that he knows his, his doom. The only thing he's trying to do now is to try to persuade you, amen, in your mind and try to let you see the things that he has out there in the world, amen, to attract you, to prevent you from make it, making it to heaven. Amen. I'll tell you, a positive voice sometimes from the pulpit doesn't have as much as effect as somebody out there in the world that tells you, here's the things that you're having to have to give up for God. And I'm telling you, I'm, it's in my notes. Amen. America's Christianity today makes Christian living just acceptable. Amen. As, as you will never know the difference between them and the world. Accept Christ as your personal Savior and keep on living the way you want to live. Amen. Now, I do know that some of them have a little restrictions here and there, but basically, it's accepting Christ with no real conviction of conversion or really knows living for God. Amen. And whatever voices that you hear out there, amen, they are not for the Lord. Amen. Galatians, amen. Galatians 5 says, amen, talks about the fruits of the Spirit. May I just turn there to Galatians and read to us just a few verses of Scripture here in Galatians, the uh, fifth chapter. Amen. He was telling what, what a Christian should be like. Amen. And if that bothers you, if that bothers you, then the, you have been listening to the 10, you've been listening to the 10 spies. Amen. But the fruit of the Spirit, amen, is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. And they that are Christians or Christ, amen, have crucified the flesh, amen, with the affections and lust. If we live in the Spirit, we will not walk. Amen. Hallelujah. We will walk in the Spirit. We won't walk, amen, by listening to everybody. Amen. Shall we stand? I have really not made a, a altar call or, you know, what you call it, that or whatever, but I'm going to tell you something. If your ears are in tune with people that have a ne negative effects upon the things of God, you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. 
No, you, you may not have to do that because you can choose not to go up and possess what God has promised you. But if you don't, you'll never make it to the promised land. Lord Jesus, we stand here today trusting in you and believing. God, I, I do know that this, this building is full of people that are Christians. And I do know that, Lord, there's others that somehow God is contemplating where they want to pay the price or not. But I'm going to tell you, it's more, it's more wonderful to live for you than it is to live in this world. And Jesus, I choose you today over everything that the world has to offer. And God, when I realize what those children of Israel gave up just because somebody said the price is more than I'm willing to pay. Oh God, may the messages that's been heard, may the word that's gone forth, may the spirit that's talking to us, not God, amen, cause us, Lord, to go astray and flee from you because you want us to come right on up and possess what you've promised. In your name we pray. Let them respond today in Jesus' name. Praise God. Would you come? If you want to pray, if you say, I know God's promised me many things. I know God's